What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking today. And today we're just talking to James, who goes by the Viking on Instagram. James, welcome. Thank you so much for being on today. How are you? Amazing. Thank you for having me on here. Yes, you're so welcome. Um, so I messaged James on Instagram and I was like, dude, will you please be on my podcast because you're so rad and I just love everything that you're about and can we talk about dating? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. No questions asked. So thank you so much for just being you. But first question, why do you yeah. go by the Viking except for like you look like a Viking, but why else? Um, so there is actually a point and purpose behind this. Um, I think that obviously like, yeah, like the beard and the fucking long hair and all that stuff or whatever. But um, my family's actually all from Iceland. So it's kind of, it was like a running joke as a kid. Like my grandma didn't speak English very well. They're like, where are you from? Like Iceland. And so it just like turned into like as a kid, like the little Viking kid or whatever. Uh, and my dad looks the exact same way. I mean like big beard, long hair. It's just all white. You know what yeah. I mean? So he's like, he's like a big Harley rider too, like a spitting image of him. So it kind of like made sense. Um, that's super rad. So if you have kids, they have to have long hair and stuff too. Your son's going to have to just like take that mold. Little Viking and Vikingettes. Like yeah. they're oh, all going to be boys and girls. I like yeah. it. That's super rad. Um, so your whole family is from Iceland. So that's a cool message there. I like it. Um, but so let's, but let's get into talking about dating. And so first off, what is the message that you would like to send off about dating to people today? Dating, you know, what's funny It's like, this is so random that you asked about like, the dating thing, because you know, like, uh, like my Instagram is basically like fitness and business, totally. right? Yeah. Like I own my own, I own my own business and you know, I'm in the fitness industry. And, and he's rad. So follow him because he talks about so many different things. Like all these rad workouts and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm also that badass. And then I feel like I am, and I'm not as yeah. good yet, but it's rad. So, but with all of that being said, like, the number one thing I get asked is, like, hey, how do I talk to girls? Like, uh, it's not even close. Okay. Like, it's, like, about fitness. I'm, like, working out every day, and I'm doing all this shit, and nobody gives a fuck. Like, the only thing they want to know is, like, how do I pick up a girl? And so I'm, like... So obviously I can only talk from like a guy's perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how much I can ever help out a girl, but, but uh, I yeah, think, so I feel like that's a good thing though. Like a lot of people do go into the gym to build self-confidence to be able to go ask someone out or to get like the confidence to go on a date. So I'm sure you're helping out people like that all the time with that. But what is, first off, how would you say a lot of people meet people these days? Would you say dating apps? Like how do they, or how do I think they should? What do you oh, mean? let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, both right. How do most people mean? I think that for the most part, how you meet somebody is like someone knows someone else. You get introduced so that way. It's not awkward. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is my friend uh, from this other place. 
and then like, like okay i would let them put them their penis in me now just don't say anything dumb for the next like two hours and you're in that's i, I think that's like Two hours, dang, that is like a, that's a really quick method. You're probably gonna have to teach people a two hour window. Well, I'm saying, I actually, I think that a girl pretty much knows within like 60 seconds of meeting you whether or not she would fuck you. Like that's- that's Seven seconds. What? I think it's like seven seconds. You're like, hmm. Is it seven? See, I, I, I think that maybe first off of just seeing you, but then like, like, I, I know some guys that are just, like, not good-looking dudes that can just pull girls because they've got – they're just funny. You know what I mean? They're just funny motherfuckers. And so then it's like, well, you, they get 60 seconds. Like, you got, like, an intro. And then it's like, okay, all right, all right. Like a 25 elevator pitch. Okay, I'm into yeah, that. Exactly. Um, so that's what I think most people need. Okay, how should people um, – I think, like, you know, to me, right, is because this is actually what I tell everybody is, like, just say words to people's faces. Like it literally is that simple. It's like the scariest thing in the world for anybody is like to just be standing next to someone that they don't know and say something. It almost doesn't even matter. Just say like hi. Go ahead. You can just say hi, but people are so afraid of like rejection that they won't even talk to random people. I think even people won't even make friends because of that too. Yeah, and but the corollary to that is that like if the girl says like no you fucking weirdo leave me alone, leave her alone. Yeah, like, don't keep. That, do you know what I mean? If you like get that, if you're like, hey, you are gorgeous, and she's like, ugh, just all right, nice to meet you, and like walk away. Walk away. Don't be the creep. Yeah. Because a ton of times, like, yeah, I'll get guys message me and ask stuff, and it's like it literally, it's like anything, it's like business. Like, do you want to make more sales? Make more calls. True. I, I mean, that's what you fucking do. I don't know. Do you want to make more? If you want to make a hundred sales, make 10,000 phone calls. Do you want to sleep with 10 girls? Say hi to 200 of them. Like, I don't know. It's a math game, really. Like, how many can you walk up to, say something funny, get rejected, and still feel okay, and then go to the next one? Like, yeah. that's, I don't know what it comes down to. All right. So your gym is teaching people how to work out, and then you're also helping guys learn how they can get it in in two hours. You, that on, like, you gotta add that to your signs. I feel like uh, maybe a new sales. Get started. laid in two hours. I could probably start making some real money with that. Uh, yeah, I feel like you're welcome. I'll actually Venmo request you now. For, you know what? I actually now that I'm like saying it out loud, you. I think it is the exact same for girls too. I mean, like girls go out and they see a guy and they're like, "Oh my god, he's so good looking" or whatever. But like, they're so intimidated to say something when in reality the guy is definitely more scared than she is like the girl has the upper hand almost yeah. always For and sure. so it's like you know they're just like terrified because also it is a little different you know guys were like we're bigger or scarier looking it's a little intimidating right so but yeah i mean I, now that i'm saying uh, it's the same thing for girls too like just go up and go fucking say something so do you feel like let me ask you this though because a lot of girls are afraid of that because they think that they'll be too intimidating and that they shouldn't be the one to go make the first move and they can't be that person to go and talk to someone and if they well, are the, then they'll be taken a wrong way with that so what would be your advice to girls with that the same thing i say to guys take the fucking rejection you loser like yeah some guys are gonna walk up and you're gonna be too intimidating and weird like i've had girls walk up like okay so i have like a distinct look right right, right. i go to these i live out in scottsdale arizona which is like, it, it like for girls' bachelor parties, it's like gotta be like number one or two in the nation to like go, go to pool parties, get fucking wasted and then go home. 
right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'm out there, you know, fucking, like, long hair, got abs, and with my buddies. Like, it's, like, prime real estate for the 32-year-old who, like, is shit-faced on bad tequila to, like, walk up and, like, say weird shit. You know right, what I mean? Right, But they're on, they're, like, on a trip, so they got, like, that, like, gumption, and they got the girls like, with them. So like, that's who I am. I can be whatever I want to be here. Like, that. Yeah, it, yeah. Exactly. And like sometimes, yeah, I have some girls walk up to me like, oh, that was, they're super nice. That was cool, whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of times like, yeah, it's like, geez, that was fucking aggressive. Calm down. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm about to just like have a good time. And the same thing that I say to guys, like, yeah, you're going to get shot down. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, are you that worried about somebody shooting you down? I don't know. It doesn't, well, it's not really that bad. Exactly. Just go for it. I have, I have so many people that are just afraid of fear of rejections. They won't even talk to people. And that goes into so much more. Like, they won't even post something on Instagram. They won't go make a new friend. They won't even like add someone on Instagram because they're yeah. afraid of that. I'm like, what in the, how, how do you have such a mindset that you're so afraid just to go talk to any random person? And I, I'm super extroverted. So people are like, oh, you're just extroverted. But what would be your advice for like introverted people to help them? What are some ways that you help some of the people that you work with in your gym, I guess, to help them kind of get out of their shell and build their own confidence when they are super introverted? I mean, uh, truthfully, like getting half serious. Uh, it, the answer is always to have a buddy right? The answer is to always yeah. have a friend, whether or not you're like going to the gym or you're going to, you know, go out to a concert or you're going to go try to meet me. like buddy system always. Like we gain so much power by just having one person that we're comfortable with. Okay. You know what I mean? So, that sets you, so you feel kind of funnier or whatever it may be. You're more confident in who you are. And so then they're like, okay, cool. I'll go talk to this person. Yeah. And, and you got a springboard too. Like imagine you're a, you're a chick, you walk up to some guy and you're like, Hey, mister, and you just like finger point him and do something really stupid. You're like, hey. Oh, that doesn't work. So I should take that. Yeah, no, oh. oh, shit. My bad. Okay. I will stop with this one. Well, let's say you do that and the guy's like, okay, you fucking weirdo. Well, if your friend's right there, then it's just like, oh, I'm just going to go back to my friend. And you're at, back at like, home. Actually, day. I was doing this this way. My bad. Yeah, my bad. I was going all the way around. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, then it's not so bad, right? You just, it, 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 it's, doesn't really matter. So always buddy system, right? Okay. How do you feel about people like, cause okay, all gyms kind of have like these little clicks within gyms, right? There's like all these little groups of people. So what about people that meet in gyms and they're all like hooking up and stuff? Like I, what's your mindset on that? Or your two cents? You know, honestly, and this is what I'm a little weird about. Like I, I don't, I'm not saying this for everyone, but for me personally, I don't hit on girls at the gym. It's just like a, it's like one of those like no go areas for me to cool. me. Um, well, first of all, I work in the fitness industry, so it's a little different, right? Yeah. But on top of that, like, most girls just want to go in and, like, fucking work out and not be hit on by guys. Yes. And so it's, like, to me, if you're going out to a bar, right, like, you understand, like, I'm going to hit on you, right? That's what you're going out for. Like, yeah. don't get dressed up in a fucking outfit and do your hair and then get weirded out because I want to buy you a drink. Like, calm the fuck down. But do your I, do, hair. I love that that's like a thing. And they did their hair because you know girls hate washing the hair. So you clearly I, understand. I understand <laughs> this. <laughs> You're like, listen, yeah, I, like I know you washed your hair. So you are out tonight. Like, girl, I see you. Yes. Got a it. big deal. <laughs> um, so, but then, you know, at the gym, though, it's like, okay, you're kind of like going there for a purpose. You might be there like by yourself and you're just like, right. got your headphones on. And it's like, to me, that's not comfortable to go. Uh, like, if I were a girl, I wouldn't want to get hit on at the gym. Right. No. Like, I know who I am. Now, maybe it's different if like you go to like across the gym or a small studio where like, you know, everybody and it's the same people yeah. every time. 
then it's a little different, but then it's just like, I don't know, it's like having a fucking clique of friends. Everybody fucks each other. It's just what we do as humans. I know. So, yeah, it's not, not that's not that much. But if you go to like a big gym, you go to a gold gym <laughs> or, or something like that, LA Fitness, yeah. like just go work out. Don't leave everybody alone. Just do your thing. Go in. Let people do their thing. Have a good time. Um, so what about, what are some like social media do's and don'ts when you're in a relationship? Oh, so you're dating someone, like what can you not do? Yeah. So I feel like this is something that I have worked with a lot of girls on. So I'm a self-love coach. I help women find empowerment and help them to just find themselves and like really let go of any fears and really be whoever they want to be. Right. And a lot of the things that come up for them that are causing their self-love to be at a zero compared to a 10 is they're comparing themselves to whoever their dating's ex is, they're putting themselves in a position where they go and stalk like their all their previous relationships, or mm -hmm. they're even making fake accounts to see like what this person is doing, or like who they would talk to, or like what it is, you know. And um, I think it's part of like, I mean, obviously there's deeper rooted issues because of that. But what are some do's and don'ts for that, or some advice on that? Because I feel like that's a huge topic that I work with a lot of women on. And social media can be, I think social media is a beautiful thing if you use it that way, but there are a lot of people use it just for comparison and they go and like stalk people so crazy. It's insane to me. They're like, well, then they, they like Venmo this person. I'm like, wait, what the hell? How do you know who they Venmo? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like people are like checking up on like all this shit. So I just don't understand that. So what, uh, tell me a little bit of like your two cents on all that. Um, okay. So first, I mean, yeah, basic premise, like, if you're doing that, right, where you're, and I understand maybe once you look at some girl that he dated because he said something about her, right? That's not actually that crazy. Like, that's like he brought up. But base level, like, if you're, like, looking at other girls' accounts and, like, stalking them and seeing when the last time they posted and seeing when they actually broke up, like, that just means that you either were previously in a very unhealthy relationship or the one you're currently in is very unhealthy. And like, that's just, you really need to get your like head really, really fit. Not, not fixed. That's something like you need to see what is the driver that's making you feel that way. Right. And like always, right. Always, always. It's like a lack of self-confidence or self-worth. Right, like self you're worth. not. I think it's self worth, right? Like, how many times do we put ourselves in situations for lack of self worth because we feel like that's all that we we allow whatever we think we're worth it, right? And that's I think that's one problem with a lot of relationships today is like so many women. Well, you you even said it. We'll have sex in two hours, and yeah. like, do you really respect a woman who does that? Yeah, absolutely. You do. Yeah, I mean, like that's fucking insane to say like because she had sex with somebody i don't respect her i guys do that all the time are we saying that that's different absolutely not if you're a girl and you like fucking dudes go fuck some fucking dudes up go bang them out do you that has nothing to do with me like i i personally would never like i've, I've never understood the like you know if i'm dating a girl i want her to like be a virgin or have only been with like one guy or no like i don't want to have to teach you the ropes or anything come in here fucking knowing what's going on like i I, right. I need that. I want you to have had your whole phase over with. Like, get get that going. Um, so, but I'm saying, so I think from this mindset is like you would get in a relationship with someone who had sex with you in two hours. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that probably the most in my deepest best relationship I was ever in lasted the longest was a girl who I met drunk on the lake and had sex with in the bottom of a basement floor like yeah. the night that i met her while we were both on molly like i think it was 
yeah, and we dated for years and had a great fucking relationship. I mean, you can't predict how you're going to meet someone, you know? Yeah. And that really was not truly very indicative of her. We just, like, really, like, we were, as soon as we saw each other, we were like, oh, whoa, that's a lot like me. I like that. Let's do that. Totally. So, like, I'm because that's like energy, right? And like, that's where you can just like you feel someone. Like, you know, if you like them or not, like the vibe you're seeing within sixty seconds or ten seconds, whatever you feel like it may be. Like, you're connected with someone. Um, but so the way I lose respect for like the female is like, don't do that stuff, and then like make fun of other girls for it, or say that it's like wrong, or don't. Like, if you're going to be a hoe, just be a hoe. It's fucking like, like yeah, I'm fucking, I'm in my hoe stage. I'm 23 years old. I'm ready to do this thing. Like, that, I don't like hypocrisy of stuff. It's like the guy who says that he doesn't like going to strip clubs. It's like, you don't like naked, is that, is that what you're saying right now? You don't like naked girls? Like, it's like, what do you fucking do? You're just saying this so that, that way the opposite sex would find you more appealing. Like, it's just it's a strange thing to me. Anyway, what, what, um, the social media thing. I want to go back, I want to go back. There. Yeah, yeah, wrap back around to that. So, social media, I, I bring it into like two things. So like first, you're talking about like being crazy on social media. Yeah, so there's, uh, yeah, so I mean definitely one side is the crazy side. And then I would say like answer, what are the appropriate things to do if like, if on social media to like build yeah, trust? So I am a huge advocate of like absolute no jealousy. Like if you have a little bit, like some girls will actually say like, no, I like my boyfriend to be a little jealous and stuff. And like, but well, that is, they're addicted to that kind of unhealthy relationship, though. That they're, they're yeah, used to being, it's a it's a tug and pull war, right? And it's like you get yeah, used to that. Yeah, it's genuinely not good, right? Yeah, like healthy. if some girl comments on your boyfriend's page or likes his stuff all the time, like your only thought process should be like, "Damn, I must have a good looking boyfriend." Legit, like, or be like, "Oh, cool, they have a bunch of homies." Like, who cares? Like okay, cool. Like all these people are here out supporting them and it is what it is. Or I like girls can't, and it's more because they're comparing themselves, right? For a lack of their own insecurity. They're like, oh my gosh, this girl, he just commented on this. Or it's like, cool. Like be, be secure with who you are. And otherwise you're going, you're, you will push someone into cheating on you and doing all that because that's all you're talking to them about. So that's what they'll become their mindset. You're like, oh, you already assumed that. So I might as well. Well, and also like, you know, because the reason that you're doing that is like, yeah, you're concerned that they're going to cheat on you or something. And own. you should just have a good enough relationship to like, you know, that that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, like you should be able to do and say whatever you want. And I mean like whatever you want, like, because what really matters is like the intention behind it. Right. So like, I, like, I am, once again, I've said 9,000 times, I'm in the fitness industry, right? So like girls. Sorry, you're in the what? Fitness oh, okay. industry. Cool. I just wanted to Thank you. God bless. Okay. Um, so, you know, all the time I'm like constantly commenting on girls who are essentially wearing a thong, right. you know, like who are prepping their bodies. And I'm like, Hey, you're fucking killing a girl. I'm super proud of you. Done or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's, but, and that's also part of your job is like to be like, yeah, go get it. Like, I see you, you're killing it. Like, yeah. And so that shouldn't be like, as long as the guy is genuinely not doing it to like, Hey, what's going on? I, I see you. And you're like one of those things. So it's like, it's not all the girl's fault. Guys do that. Right. They fucking do. What, what is the thing where you like, like all of their pictures so that that way, like they can tell you did and you, you, you wait for the DM back, like that yeah. whole game. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing, but like you, that means that you just need to have a conversation with your partner and like yeah. talk about that kind of stuff. I don't know. That's what seems to matter most. I love that you said the intention behind it though. Cause I think if your intention is like you're seeking validation, you're seeking this random attention, then yeah, then that's not right. Cause everything that we do is based on whatever your intention is. And the more intentional you are, then the more aware you are about life and just in general, I think. Yeah. I and mean, you can even extrapolate that all the way to like, let's say like you're sitting, you know, out at fucking dinner with your girlfriend, some girl walks by who's like smoking hot. Yeah. Like you can actually say like, damn, that girl's fucking hot. Yeah. But if your intention is to just say like, I don't know, she's a good looking girl, then it's okay. But if your intention is like, oh, but I'd kind of rather be fucking her, yeah. well, then you're a bad guy, right? Like, yeah. but your intention can only be known by actually knowing the person. So how is that? So what you feel like action says it all? Well, actually, yes. Yeah, so like, let's say you've got a boyfriend, you've been together for two years. He's never cheated on you. He's never done some like shady behind your back. Like he sees a girl with a fat ass walking by and he looks at it and he's like, oh yeah. You know that it's just like literally he's like looking at a butt. Like, I don't know, it is what it is. What do you want to, it's, right. there's no, he's not going to get up and be like, hey, hold on real quick. I got to, you know what I mean? I'm going to start taking this real, real quick. One second. Thank you. God bless. The only way that you can know that is that like, you know him, you built trust and it takes time to do that. And then like, you know that he's not that kind of person. And then those actions aren't bad at all. Right. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with them whatsoever. No, for sure. I love that. So what do you feel like is the foundation of a healthy relationship? Um, well, so I think when people ask that, cause like for me, it's like, I think it's like religion, like everybody's got their own, mm -hmm. right? Like what is a healthy- right? Everybody has their own way of what they think life is. That's why I love this podcast is I get to learn everybody's perspective on what works for them. Cause I think we truly all live by our own like commandments. And so I guess like, what is- No, it's exactly right. So it's like, you know, there are couples who, once again, I'll reference because I live out here in Scottsdale. It's like, there's a big like swingers community okay. of those like, you know, 30s, 40s, 50 year olds who just like, they just don't fuck each other. I don't know. But to them, that's like super healthy. They know that like what their partner's doing, they're not cheating because they're like doing it together or something. I, I, don't, I don't understand exactly how it works. But for them, that's healthy and that works. Yeah. Right. But the big thing is like, they probably like discuss that with each other. They've had a conversation. They're both interested in like extramarital stuff. They've made boundaries. They've had, you know, like, that all then that's still healthy right yeah it's healthy for them right if that works for them i think it's communication so that's like what you kind of what hit on is like that they have trust enough and they know how to communicate enough like because if you don't have an open line of communication it's even like going back to your personality about a business your business is only going to be successful if whoever your main leader is is successfully preparing a vision and knows how to actually get people to communicate well enough and can communicate with them otherwise nothing ever actually works and that's why you have an awesome business and you're good with your team and like you build up your team and you communicate you validate them you support them and it's the same thing in a relationship everything really is just like a business model and it's like hey what do I want out of this how's it gonna work let's check in about it let's talk about it let's communicate and like let's make it fucking fun and let's make awesome memories about it right yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you said I'm really into uh like planning things in a relationship yeah right like saying like okay you know I, it, it almost sounds terrible, but it's like saying like, all right, we have to go and spend one hour outside of the house together going and doing something. Yeah, totally. Like, so it's like Wednesdays at six, we get pokey. On Sunday mornings, we go hiking together. And it's like, whatever else happens during the week, it's whatever. But like those two times are like separated just for us. 
I love and I think that. that is super, super important. Totally. Well, then you know exactly when to check in with each other and you get this time together and that just helps you to have something for it. I love that. Yeah. Um, what, sorry, I had to think. Do you feel, oh, what are your, what is your belief about marriage today? So I guess the right now the divorce rate is 80%. Why do you feel like that is? And what's kind of your philosophy on marriage in today's society? Um, okay. So let's put it into like a couple different categories. Okay. Right? Um, so first I think that so I'm really into like anthropological studies. I really like this. Like this is like a thing that I really dig into. So talk about that in the whole concept of like marriage, right? So take like what we are, like homo sapiens. Like we all like to think like people have been getting married forever, but really they haven't. Like we've only had written words for like 5,000 years. Our species has been around for hundreds of thousands. So it still in itself is like a relatively new endeavor for like the human population. Right. But then you go beyond that. So it's like, so still there's gonna be ups and downs about it, right? Like, I think that it's a good thing. I think that it's helped a lot of people, but like anything, like it's got its issues. But then you come up today with, you know, I don't personally believe that marriage is any worse off today than it is when it was in the past, right? Mm-hmm. The only difference was like in the past, let's say you go far in the past, well, women didn't get married. They were married, right? They were literally just fucking owned by men. And they were like chattel, right? So that was the point of marriage was just to say, like, this is my property. Yeah. And so that doesn't seem better. Like, that no, seems like a- No, especially like, like in the Viking days, right? Like, oh God, could you like imagine how they just like came in, took all these people like, oh yeah, you're my wife, you're my wife, you're my wife. And then like, I'll do whatever. Like women had no right ever. No, yeah, no, sounds great for me, but I mean, half the population is pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so then like, yeah, but then let's even say like in the 50s, right? Let's say like back then. I think marriage rates stuck around a lot better then, but I think a lot of that actually just had to do with that, like the wife would kind of put up with being miserable, right? Well, she couldn't really work either then, right? Like they were still taught to stay home. And so a lot of women couldn't just go be on their own because it wasn't like a society norm. So they were really, they couldn't even actually, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was, God, I need to look it up now. But when, until women could even buy a house like on their own, they used to have to get like their husband's like approval and they couldn't even go get funded for it. It, it hasn't even been that long. I think it's only been like 50, 60, I don't know. I could be so wrong off that, but I know it's like not that long. So like yeah. even that is crazy, you know? And so, yeah, I, I think that, truthfully like the divorce rates going up is like probably a good thing because that just means that like women now have options right they realize that like okay it probably isn't a good idea to like get married and get divorced but it also is good to know that like you are not stuck like you're not owned you don't have to do this and like as this is a weird thing to say like i don't consider myself like a feminist or whatever but i do like i agree and i'm on the side of whatever the you know the feminist cause yeah because like yeah that shit's real you know what i mean like women feel like they're stuck and can't get out of certain situations so they'll stay with a guy who's been beating the shit out of them for 30 years like truthfully there's a uh, personal stories like you know my my grandma who like moved here from iceland uh started a new life tried to make everything so great for our kids like yeah, she got her ass whooped by her husband for fucking 20 years because, like, at that day and age, like, there was no way out of it. 
you know she couldn't do anything about that and like my grandma's like she's the one who like raised me so i'm very very close to her and so finding that out later in life like talking to her about it it's like damn like that's that's miserable like could you imagine having to come home to that every night and it's just like you just stop like you're you're essentially being like beaten and then she didn't want she's basically getting raped every night for 20 years you know what i mean i'm like okay so now divorce rates are higher yeah that's probably okay because my grandma would have just got divorced so anyway. and i you want that for her to happen anyways like that she doesn't deserve that kind of a life and i think back in the day people felt like you could only get divorced if someone was beating you and like and or even then people still want it though because women didn't have like the they didn't have all the resources that they do today to be able to go and do that or the confidence to go and do it and so i think i love that that's like that your grandma opened up to you about that and was vulnerable with you but like that's so it's just so sad and there's so many women that are in relationships that are so terrible even today but it comes back to their own self-worth and it could be ceos it could be like these the most powerful women that you could ever see but like their actual relationships they still don't feel worthy they don't feel like they deserve it and so they will put up with guys that talk to them so terribly that are so rude to them that are abusive emotionally not necessarily physically and it can happen physically but i think emotional abuse is so relevant in today's society that but people don't aren't aware of it so they don't really talk about it and like humanize it and so a lot of women don't realize that that's not healthy until they're so far pulled back from it they're like oh wow like that is i like it's like they're blinded by it you know i don't know, do you experience that with some people coming into the gym because they're like okay i'm finally free like i gotta get because i think the harder people work out the harder problem they're trying to work out like because when the harder i run the more I'm trying to work it the fuck out. Like I got, I'm like, I got to get this shit out of me. Like I'm processing something. And whenever I see someone in the gym, just like killing it, I'm like, get it, boo. I know there's something in your head that you're just like, you're fighting a demon. Go get it. And I don't know. Um, do you experience we, that in the gym? We get a lot of people. So like that are recently divorced, right. Yeah. Or got out of a bad relationship. And it's yeah. like, what do you do when that happens? You lose this person you spent all that time with. You right. were used to doing these three or four different things. And now you've been sitting on a couch for the last three years. You look, you don't look all that great. And you're like, well, now I'm also out in the market. Like they need that change. They need something to do. They need that physical energy. And I actually am, it's funny you bring that up, a huge proponent that like the number one thing to do, the first thing you do whenever you're like maybe insecure, you're not feeling good, you're not confident, you're not in a good place, like, all of those things can stem from like your job, the people around you, whatever it is. Yeah. But I think the very first thing to do is to start eating healthier and start working out because it's just, yeah. it's weird. And I don't know why it is this way, but like, as soon as you notice yourself, like being a little fitter and having more energy, like you just are like, why the fuck was I listening to this person before? I can do whatever I want. Like yeah. just, it, it something very physically commanding about being in good physical health. Well, because what takes physical help is self-discipline, right? And so the more self-discipline we become, the more self-confident we become. That's my own personal belief, is that self-confidence is derived by your own self-discipline. So it's you going to the gym every day. It's you deciding to eat healthy. And you want to fuel your body, and you want your body to be taken care of. So the better you take care of yourself, the better your outside life is taken care of as well. Because it goes into like, it's like a propeller, right? If you're eating healthy, you automatically want to go to the gym. You start being better at how you save money. You start talking nicer to people. You start talking nicer to yourself. Like it is a propeller for all that you do. And then you start to change your mind because then you're moving your body. You have serotonin releasing. You're getting endorphins releasing. You feel good. You're like, oh shit, I'm happy now. I actually start to love myself. I'm feeling good. I feel motivated. You have more energy. You're sleeping better. 
And then all of a sudden your life starts to work out better in every other area. But it's because you yeah. start changing your mindset by physical movement and taking care of you. Like self-care is so fucking important and eating healthy and because that, that fuels your brain, right? So if I'm eating fucking Fritos all day and bean and cheese burritos, yeah, I'm going to, my brain's not going to work with shit. My body's not going to work with shit. And I'm not going to be good in any other area because that's my propeller for my whole day. If my mind isn't working, then everything else doesn't work. And so if you start to feed your body what it needs, like your whole fucking life will change. And I'm saying that from my own experience because that propelled my whole life and changed who I was. You, you were, you were like not healthy or doing something shitty and then started kicking your ass and getting in shape? Yeah, totally. So I lost 80 pounds and I, it was all from, from getting changing my mindset of saying that like I can't do something. And it started with, okay, you're going to go to the gym every day for a year, no matter what. Like just go to the gym and you're going to do it. And like just go there and figure it out. And so I started running and I started at a 15 minute mile. And I'm like, okay. So I Googled, I'm like, what's the, what's a really good athletic speed? It's a good one. Yeah. Mile. yeah. I'm like, well, okay, fuck, I'm going to be an athlete. I'm going to get to a seven minute mile. And so it took me, it took me fucking six and a half months of running every day to go from a 15 minute mile to a seven minute mile. But I did it. Yeah. Like, I stuck, I, I kept my word to myself. I never stopped. And so it was like that built so much self-confidence in me. So I was like, whoa, I kept a promise to myself. I kept a commitment to myself. And through that, I found my own self-love and my own self-worth, right? And like the day I did, I hit my seven minute mile. I got off the treadmill and I was like, fuck yes. And I high-fived this dude next to me and I just walked off and he's like, what the, okay. What and I was like, yes. Like, I just like, just walked off. I was like, victory is mine. Like, this is my own Olympics. Like, hell yeah. Like, why is there not a parade for me right now? But it was just like, and that, that, that I started eating healthier, like my whole life. That sense of accomplishment, like that seven minute mile is then like, you can go to work and be like, oh, I can do this fill in the blank, whatever it is. Exactly. I ran a seven minute mile. Well, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's that belief system, right? And it's like, how many people, and if you don't, you should try this with some people you work with, is like, how many people think that they can't lift something? And they're like, oh, that's, I can't do that. I'm not strong enough. I'm not powerful enough. Like, I'm, I just started at the gym. And so we give ourselves these false beliefs because of what we think we can do. And then if you like blindfold them, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's only 50 pounds. Go ahead and pick it up. So in their brain, they're like, yeah, it's 50 pounds. I can pick it up but you could give them a 200 pound dumbbell and they'll pick it up because they in their head think that's all that it is. And they've told themselves that's all they can do. And then you unblindfold them and they're like, shit. So you're telling me I can do anything I want. It just starts up here. Like, yes, like fucking go, just change your mindset, you know? So where did you, did you read some books that were kind of got you going on that? Um, what, to like start to change my life? Yes, change your mentality about things. Um, yeah, so I actually, I had an affair on my ex-husband and it woke me up to decide like, who's the person that I want to be? And is this your best self? And I really was self-sabotaging myself in every area of my life. So through the way I ate, how I took care of my body, how I showed up as a wife and everything that I did, right? Because of my own self-worth. And so I started really diving into that and started taking care of me and growing my mindset and just reading a ton of books and watching a ton of TED Talks and um just understanding of the way the brain works and why does it work that way and i have the power to believe and think whatever i want and um so my biggest mistake woke me up to be my best gift because i found out who the person is that i want to be and how i have to make sure i show up that way every single fucking day and so i gave myself yeah. my own commandments and I've, I it's strange how it does work that way i know I, I i fell into that real bad too in a different situation but it does like you have to like do something really stupid or really fucked up or whatever it is to them be like 
oh, okay, this is really bad. I got to do something different. You know what I mean? Like, it just takes that. I don't know what it is about humans, but we have to do that sometimes. Well, yeah, because we don't. Because unless you felt it, you never know what you don't want to feel like again, right? And I yeah. feel like truly as humans, we do everything out of, uh, out of a feeling, out of an emotion. Because emotion creates motion for us. Like, we're always chasing some sort of feeling. So if I want to eat chocolate, it's because I want it to taste good. I want to feel good. But I could feel good doing something else, right? So I got to yeah. figure out, so like, what's the feeling that I'm really trying to attain right now? And so if I want to go buy new shoes, it's because I just, I'm bored. I want to go spend money. So what's the feeling that I'm looking for? Okay, I need to fill my time. Like, okay, so it's like if you sit back and think about it, and that helped me learn how to recontrol my mindset about food because I would always have like a binging disorder. And so that like mm. helped me be like, well, what's the real feeling? Like, why do you really want to go eat? So why don't you sit on this feeling for a minute and focus on the feeling because everything that we do is from a feeling. And so instead of having the feeling control my life, I'll control the feeling. And that just changed so much for me, you know? Yeah, no, that's fucking awesome. That's really cool. I didn't know about you. That's interesting. Hey, thank you. That's where you're at. So yeah. Um, what other, I feel like we just talked about me too much now. So now we got to like talk to about you. <laughs> oh, you had to do that, yeah. I don't know. Um, what are some, what's some other dating tips or dating do's and don'ts or even just like mindset stuff that you would want to leave our audience with that is really going to help them or propel them for anything that you want to teach them? Um, I think that a lot of, like, it's always works. I've talked to people about this. Like it works backwards a lot of the times that like, the person who's seeking a relationship, right, mm -hmm. almost always, like, needs to spend some time and, like, figure themselves out first. Like, they're the ones that are, like, kind of trying to fill the hole, do you know what I mean? Then the person who's, like, in a relationship but, like, wants to get out of it and, like, isn't doing it right and stuff, mm -hmm. I've seen this a lot where really what's happening is, like, they're just not treating the relationship in a healthy way. Because then they get out of it, and then they're miserable and lonely and sad, right? And they're like, oh, what are you not fixing the root of the problem, which is you. Like, so fix that problem. And so they need to, yeah, figure out, like, what is it about that situation? You know what I mean? That's a big one that I think about. Like, guys that just, I told you, like, I will get a lot of messages from guys being like, you know, what do I do to get a girl? And it's like, dude, I don't know, first, probably just got to learn to, like, like hanging out with yourself. Like, I don't know, find a hobby where you're just, like, in your own head. And, you know, like, I think a big one for me that helped out since I was younger, so I've uh, big motorcycle rider, like big Harley guy, have been ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. And like, for you know, a lot of times it's just kind of like sitting in your own head, not doing anything for three, four hours at a time. Just, just like driving and like the wind against you, and there's like a nature and the sun's beating on you. You're like, yes, like, yeah, kind of like it's a lot of time. Too. Yeah, a lot of time. You know, it's funny you said it is like a meditative zone, but mm -hmm. like you're 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 experiencing nature a little more, like you're not in a car, right? But at the same time, you're also just like thinking your thoughts and you're in your thoughts. Like, yeah. why am I thinking that thought? What is yeah. going on here? And, um, yeah, I think that everybody needs a little bit more of that sometimes. Well, I think that today's society's problem is that we don't actually want to understand our thoughts. We don't want to actually have to feel that or think that. And so we over distract ourselves, but it's also kind of like how we're taught. Like every seven seconds, we're getting distracted by something, especially if you like watch TV yeah. or do anything like that. And even advertisements on Instagram and stuff or your phone, like how many, how, like it goes off like every seven seconds. I swear to God, right? Did you just hear that? Like my phone has gone off like 96 times. I know, like, like legit, time. right? And, and, but, and I love that you're still staying engaged with me. So thank you. Like you're so good at it. And it's so hard for us though, right? Because it's like, oh, fuck, I have to answer that. Oh, shit, how many more messages do I have? And it, like this causes this like overwhelming stress. And so, we're just so often so easily distracted that we don't actually, 
we're not even really aware of what we're actually thinking. And so you have mm. to have that alone time to be like, how do I even think? And do I even like how I think right now? Is this, does this even serve me to think this way? Or it like, is really weird. Like, I have to use like social media for my work, but it is by far and away, it's probably like one of the most stressful things in my life. Because I'll like close it, open it back up, close it, open it back. And I'm like, well, how many times am I going to fucking do this? Like, I, I literally have to like put my phone away somewhere to get away from it. And I don't even know why that is. It's, I feel like we're just so attached to it. And I, and even if you like, sometimes I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I, I mean, I'm not as popular as you are on Instagram, but it's like, I get tons of messages and it's like, and I want to serve people, right? It's like, if they're writing me, I want to give them like love and like, energy in my messages. And sometimes I'm just like overwhelmed by it. And so like, I just can't even, but it's like, you still keep looking at it though. Like you'll still like pull it up and you can see, but you won't even respond to it. So it adds more stress and more like, like, oh, fuck. like it's just overwhelming. And so that's why it's so important to be able to check out of like being plugged into something so much and like unplug and like really plug into your own soul, like your own self and like, okay, what's going to, what do I need right now? And like a while ago you posted something like you were like by the pool or something you're like, I just need five minutes of meditation. And like, it was like you and your dog. And I was like, yes, that's so fucking dope because people like, that's all you need sometimes like go ground yourself, like go take five minutes because especially like you, like you're a leader in your community and like at the gym and stuff, like you're serving other people. And so it's so important that you have to serve yourself so you can really give yourself to others. And so if it takes five minutes, two hours, whatever it is, like check in and like see what you need in the moment and like be aware of what you're thinking. Because if you're not aware of it, it's still controlling you, whether it's on a conscious level or not. And that's how you're acting. And so the more aware you are, more control you are. I feel like the more beautiful your life becomes, you know? Yeah. Mine is, the, I meditate every day. Mine is, like what I really get out of it is I'll in the moment be, we do this all day long, right? Like <laughs> I at work, I'm trying to get somebody to do something. They're not doing it. You know, something else, some sale goes wrong, whatever. Right. Three different things. And then I'm like, I'm pissed off. Right. I'm in like a bad mood, but then what meditating has done is it's let me go like, Oh, that's just a, like an emotion, right? Like I'm not that emotion. Like I'm cranky right now. Yep. And so like, then just, knowing that or thinking that I'm knowing that I'm no, whoever fucking knows how that works thinking that I'm knowing or knowing that I'm thinking whatever uh just lets me kind of reground and be like oh yeah that doesn't matter at all on to the next thing and like it kind of just like lets me be aware of that and I really really like that. I actually I'll do a plug I get nothing for this but there's a meditation app called 10% happier mm -hmm. it is the greatest thing ever it is I probably use it as much as fucking Instagram. Really? I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, twice a day, every day. That's uh, awesome. Okay, we'll have to go follow that. How long have you been meditating for? Um, I started meditating when I um three years ago. What got you into it? Huh? What who got you into it or what got you into it? It was actually that guy. So this is, all right, so during my twenties, like I ran a business and did some stuff, but I was also like a big fucking cokehead and party guy and was a real douchebag. Yeah. Um, then I moved out here to Arizona, started another business. And like at that time I read a book called 10% happier. Right. And it's like, it's about this guy who was going through the same thing. Like he was like addicted to doing coke and Molly and partying. And like, he was essentially like just trying to get this emotion and then he read about meditating he wrote a book about meditating and then that's the thing like i started following i love that i didn't know that about you that's super rad so i'm also i've been clean from cocaine and from ecstasy well i stopped when i was 20 so for 12 years but that was like another propeller 
of my life of becoming like the person that I want to be because I was just a shitty asshole and I was so rude to people and like I was the person that I was during that time I'm like oh god I'm so sorry if you knew me in that season but it was such a season that had happened back at like the things that I did and I'm just like oh my god I hope nobody remembers that like it's just such a scumbag totally but I feel like it had you not gone through that you wouldn't know who you want to be now and like it helps you remind you like shit I never want to be that kind of a person but you have to like feel that like everything is based off feeling an emotion and stuff right like it's just that's what propels us so much in life I love that um what would be so 10% happier would be a book that you tell people what about like do you listen to podcasts or anything do you have a specific morning routine or some sort of things that you kind of follow that helps you get into a peak state of mind also for your peak nutrition like didn't hear that oh Um, you're welcome little plug there got it um yeah I mean I do like all of those things but it's it's like very simplified like so in the morning wake up take my dog for a little walk do some stretches I get like, you know, kind of like my mind and my body just kind of like moving. Um, I, the big one though is that like the meditation and then journal every single day and night. Yes. The, yes. The journal is a really, really big one. Like that really like focuses me, gets me on task for stuff. It's probably, yeah, the, the cheapest investment that you can make into like self-improvement is a good journal. Right. It just changes you. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. You teach that to all your team and stuff, like your staff. Do you help that have? I buy, I buy them all the same book, so that way they like got to do it. Yeah. I love that. I'm sure some of them don't use it as much as they could, but I know that like, um, the guy that I work with the most, he really uses it every day and night. And yeah. It's solely infiltrating it into the system, but yeah, it's it's something that we all do practice here at this business. I love it. That's awesome. Well, I think you're just super rad. I love your mindset. I love what you do. I love who you are. So thank you for being you. Yes. Um, and thanks for just taking time out of your busy day. Like I know how busy you are. So this, I know how valuable your time is. So I truly appreciate it. And um, we'll link you all your stuff on there. So you guys can follow him at the Viking. Um, so I posted like some of your pictures on my story, you know, last week. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, oh my God, how do you know this guy? He's just so cute. She's like, I shouldn't say that because I'm a married woman. But I'm like, oh, Bob. She's like, I mean, I looked at all his pictures and I was just dying. <laughs> I was dying. So, but yeah. That's, that's like my prime demographic is like 45 to 55 year old women. Is like, I'm like, that, that mm, just the perfect little thing for them. The perfect little thing. Like, let me just put you in my pocket. Just come here. Yeah, none of, I mean, none of them actually want me, but they just want to, like, touch. Like, like oh, hi. Do they just, like, come and play with your hair and stuff? Because I feel oh, like... Oh, all the time. It's ridiculous. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time and just for being you. I truly appreciate it. We'll link up all your stuff. And if you guys tuned in, I hope you guys learned something, got some value. Um, Go ahead and leave us a little review and make sure you guys go follow the Viking. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're feeling that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with Power house and with me you can follow at steph iliff s-t-e-f-i-l-i-f-f you can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on instagram or facebook i'd love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me thank you so much for tuning into just talking have the best day of your life